This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal here with Very Bold Radio and Podcast. We had so much fun with Nick Torres. Today is part two of my interview. You don't want to miss it. We're going to talk about some great things, and you will be blessed and encouraged. So listen in as we talk to Nick Torres. What's the difference, real quick, between like double A, triple A, and single A pitching? What are we talking about? How can you put that into words? So I got a couple easy ways to explain. So, for instance, in low A, I remember if I got to two strikes, I could just get up on the plate and say, I dare you to throw a fastball because. They would, you know, they'd spike two sliders in the dirt or, you know, they'd leave one right over the plate. Basically, yeah. guys just didn't have a put away pitch that they could rely on to okay. get you out. Okay. And when I got to high, it was the first time where, you know, I get to a full t- uh, three, two count and I'm yeah. like, oh, a fastball right down the middle is not coming automatically. Gotcha. You know, yeah. whereas in yeah. low A, it's, hey, I got to throw a strike because I don't yeah. want to walk this guy and it's just a heater right over the middle. Yeah. Um, and then double A, double A is just a ton of talent. Okay. I mean, you're facing guys that are throwing 95-plus every single day without exception. They tend to not necessarily have a plan even. So you're trying to think along. You know, baseball's okay. a very mental sport. Right, right. You're trying to think along, what am I going to get? Especially when you're throwing that hard. Yeah. You know, it's hard to just stay on a fastball the whole time. you got to yeah. kind of hunt particular pitches. Is that right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then you get to AAA, and then you see that the talent level is not quite the same as AA. But you have a lot of guys that know the game well. What does that mean? So, Explain, I mean, AAA and AA what? Okay. Explain that. So AAA, you have a lot more veteran players. Um, okay. Maybe not the same bat speed. Maybe not the same arm speed on the mound, you know? So wow. you're, you're facing a higher caliber of talent in AA. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But guys are just still figuring out their own game, you okay. know, figuring out how to how to maximize their tools. Whereas you, the AAA, you've already... You have plenty of guys in your same dugout that have already played in the big leagues. And, okay. You know, they're down... They're trying to make it back up. Right. Um, so you'll see guys that have, for instance, bad swings, but they know exactly what pitch is coming every single time. Really? They're just, they're, their mentality puts them on another level. Okay. Um, and so even though the talent necessarily is not the same, yeah, they, wild. they perform. <clears throat> you know, okay. They just know how to perform, basically. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So I just need that little explanation. Yeah, of course. So you're in San Antonio. Tell mm-hmm. us how that went. San Antonio was great. Um, it was my second year in a row. I was Double uh, A All Star here in the Texas League. Dang! Uh, played alongside a lot of really good players, a lot of superstars now. Um, you know, Matt Chapman, Alex Bregman, JD Davis, bunch of guys that are now big names in the league that yeah. uh, I was playing right alongside right. that year. And you know, in a lot of cases, at least for a majority of the season, was out hitting. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Um, so to finish out that year, I got called up to. El Paso Chihuahuas, which is a triple A for the Padres. Yeah. Finished strong there. You know, yeah. hit another few handful of homers. Nice. Hit over 300. And wow. um, called it a good full second season. Yeah. And then that brought me to 2017. Okay. And about a week before spring training was done, they said, hey, you're going to go back to double A. Wow. And, you know, in hindsight, looking back, I wish I would have handled that better. How could you have handled it better? So I remember just being salty a little bit. I was like, sure. you know what? Yeah. I look at what I've done. I think I deserve to go to AAA. Yeah. I deserve that. Yeah, um, I see. Which is, you know, the, the fault in my thinking. Instead of just being like, you know what, man, I'm still so lucky to have this opportunity. I should just go out, perform at AA. If I do what I did last year, what I know I can do, yeah. I'll be out of here in no time. But yeah. instead, I I spent the first couple of weeks not 
outright, but pouting a little yeah, bit. Sure. And um, I had to really grind to get back to the same number. I finished with about the same numbers I had the year before, but okay. <clears throat> man, what a difference in the two seasons. Okay. One was fun and enjoyable, yeah. and the other one was just dog days. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, finished out there 2017. Uh, 2018, I was released in spring training by the Padres. Wow. It all happens how it's supposed to happen. You okay. Know? I love this. Okay. Yeah. All that right. took me a long time to come to grips with. Don't get okay. me wrong. Okay. Um, but I remember being frustrated. I was like, you know, I had two great seasons, one average season, and I find myself kicked to the curb. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I went and played independent ball for two and a half months or so and then got re- got signed by the Rangers right? Um, out of independent ball. Yeah. Finished the last month and a half of 2018 with them. Of that, course. That was AAA. Yeah, it was AAA. AAA. Here in yeah. Round Rock. So I got right. another taste of Texas, which was great. Right. Um, you of, said, of course, yes. Of course, what? I uh, did not play so well. I, okay. I had about okay. the worst month and a half of my entire professional career. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Is it just one of those things? Yeah, you know, just baseball or what? I thought I that's the way I viewed it. I was like, you know what? I just I came in, had a a rough couple weeks, and when I first came in too, I was smoking balls. Okay, but they were finding gloves every time. Bummer. And you know, just you stay in that long enough, and those start to turn into not smoking balls. Okay, and now I'm still getting out. Okay, you know, so it was kind of one of those things, and. There's definitely a big difference between the pitching I saw on independent ball and then going to AAA. It was it was an adjustment. Yeah, but you were smoking it. Yeah, it just was right. finding gloves. That's exactly okay. it. Okay. And then, like I said, then it turned into I was I started to search a little bit. You sure. Know? Well, I just yeah. got to get hits, and so I started sure. changing things up. And oh, okay, that's kind of how it goes, you know. Okay. Right. Yeah, and then that kind of brings us full circle. You know, I, I finished out 2018, and going into 2019, I was like, well, what am I going to do? I still yeah. have more baseball left in me, For but sure. don't know right. what I'm going to do, and uh, that's when I started getting contacted by Mexican league teams. Yeah. Yeah. And that turned out pretty good so far. Yeah, it's been good so far. Tell us about uh, – you are, like, really great uh, thinker and just, like, the mental aspect of baseball. And also, I've watched you coach now. Yeah. I've got to see you, like, coach a uh, a young – well, how old, is, how old was Sam? Sam was 15. 15, yeah. yeah. That's about the age for most yeah. of the kids. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So I got to watch you coach and, man, just see different things and swings and just little teeny adjustments. Really fun to watch. You were, you were doing a great job, but I also know that you've done that with your own swing. For sure. Right? So what can you tell us about that? Man, <laughs> if I could only go back, you know, that's okay. – which. It's funny you hear every adult say that, right? <laughs> oh, man, I, my dad used to say that all the time. If I could trade positions with you, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, there's so many things I know now that I wish I knew at the beginning of my career. I spent okay. with as good of a career as I did have. There's still I look back and I'm like, man, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, as you've had so far, right? Yeah, not as the career right. you did uh, have. Yeah, yeah, as I've had so far. <laughs> I just it. feel like there's a lot more to this story. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, you had a big year in 2019. Uh, you're going to talk about your swing. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, health, if you're healthy, sure. then uh, this is going to be a great season. And I just think the story, there's still more to the story is what I think. So For sure, yeah. No, the swing is on point. You know, it's. Okay. It, I spent, like I said, most of my career searching. Um, and okay. I got by on hitting ability. But my swing, only for, you know, small spans of, say, a month and a half, two months, did I ever feel like, oh, this is it. Okay. Other than that, I was always tweaking and making adjustments. And at this point... You know, it's funny. We had the whole COVID break and all yeah. that. And it was like, man, am I really not going to get to go play again? What, what yeah. does this look like now that I finally got yeah. myself to a point where I feel like, oh, I'll never tweak again. 
Yeah. You know, I know what I can pick up a bat right now and take a couple hacks and be like, yep, I'm all right. I'm right where I want to be. I wanted to put that video in too. I, I failed on the powerlifting and just the slow motion video that I got of oh, you the other yeah, day. Oh, no, it's all good. Swinging the bat. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, um, let's pivot a little bit and mm-hmm. just talk to me about your faith and where you are, how you're doing with God these days. What's going on? I have you to thank a lot for a lot of <laughs> no, that. I don't you know, think you've been, so. yeah, absolutely. You know, you've been a good guide for me. And, um, you know, in this season of a ton of change, right, you know, so many baseball players in particular, yeah. all of a sudden, the, the spikes are taken off their feet. And it's mm. like, what do I do? And for me, that was this last year was a big struggle for me, just trying to figure out who am I yeah. if not a baseball player. Right. You know, and um, so I kind of went through this big identity crisis. And one of the things that I've really learned, especially in the last few months, is I need to take my identity out of whatever it is that mm. I do yeah. in accolades, whatever it is. Yeah. And I need to start putting my identity in Christ because Man. at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's going to keep my, uh, my storage tanks full. Yeah. You know, everything else, no matter what, I'm going to always be wanting more right. or it's just not going to satisfy me like as it should. Basically. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no, th- this is about the best that I've felt with my faith in the last, you know, I would say few years. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, you know, professional baseball is an awesome, awesome experience, but it right. comes with a lot of challenges as well. There's a ton of distractions. Sure. Um, yeah, tons of things that can take you off course. And so um, that was a battle for me, of course, and I feel like I'm in a good spot now. I feel like in preparation to go play this year, I'm in the best place I've ever been. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got distractions and you've got pressures. For sure. Uh, there's a lot of pressures. I mean, you're living it out just like going back to the college days of, man, mm-hmm. if it gets caught in the lights and then they still just want to know what happened or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure that goes along. No doubt. So I'm hoping that your faith being where it is now is going to help, I mean, because of that I- identity, right? Right, right, yeah. So, that I mean, and that's the thing is – one of the things that we've talked about a ton yeah. is, you know, kind of playing into this. I'm a competitive guy. Yeah. I love to compete. And, you know, that's something that God has blessed me with. Right. So why would I try and temper that, but instead use that yeah. um, and kind of engage that, as we call it, the warrior spirit. Yeah. You know, the of, warrior for spirit. For Christ. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, just tapping into that and understanding that every day I step on the field is a blessing. You know, I'm just going to go out and compete and hopefully – um, the way that I conduct myself on the field, the, the effort I give, the focus, all that stuff is a form of worship to God. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, I haven't heard you say those words. That yeah. was awesome. A form of worship. That's it. That's what I mean, you know, That's I, it. Yeah. I say a, a prayer before every game. And of course, you know, I, I try to be real, you know, of course, yeah. it's easy to say the words and to just, you know, kind of glaze over them and stuff. But that's something that I really am looking to be conscious of this year, you know, yeah. is and let me let me go out and do this for you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's good. Not for anybody else and not I think a lot of the pressures come from either wanting the praise that comes with it or sure. you're afraid of the negative aspects that come if you fail. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, I'm trusting you that no matter what happens, it's all going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm so excited for yeah. that. I'm excited and again, I mean, I'm excited always about like the sports aspect of it. Um, and the baseball, you, you have this talent and you've worked hard. And I think you're a major league baseball player that just hasn't got the opportunity. And I pray that you get that opportunity. But I know a big part of trusting God is, you know, if God decides you don't get that opportunity, then you don't. But right. if God decides you do, I mean, there's no stopping that either. Whatever God decides. Definitely. But I, I, so I'm praying for that baseball aspect because Steve feels like that's the way the story <laughs> should go. 
Um, and I do think you're deserving of that. And just even, even watching the highlight reel, um, the talent is the talent is there. So the opportunity is really all that we need. Right. But God has your faith in a spot where um, I just man, that's still the number one thing is this summer is how God is going to grow your faith. And that's what we're going to see. And we've seen it in the last, whatever, two months, three yeah. months, you've just been growing stronger and stronger. And we talk about, and we'll, we'll shift here in a second to talk about powerlifting, but we talk about those faith muscles that you've yep. been building up and doing a great job. I'm really proud of you. And I just see the summer is going to go further. We're going to do something cool for uh, some of our church youth group guys. That's right. Uh, you're going to be leading a Bible study. You want to tell us real quick about that a little yeah. bit? Yeah. So or baseball chapel, Whatever. Yeah, we're kind of yeah. It's dubbed the baseball Torres. chapel. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> so we got a group of um, young. M- most of them are athletes in yeah, in the yeah. church. That um, you know, we're just going to kind of mentor a little bit and hopefully give them some tools to uh, help them out through life in their faith, whatever it be. Yeah, you know, and yeah. again, I understand the realistic aspect of this. I was not long ago. I was a high schooler. Right, you're 27. I, man. Yeah, you are young. Yeah, yeah. So, so I get that. You know, to them at that age, it might not feel like the most important thing in the world. Right. But just, you know, understanding, guys, if we can build a base in this now, yeah. when you begin to mature a little bit later, this is something that you'll realize just how important yeah. it is. And you've already built the roots. Right. You know? Right. So that's I think that's kind of the goal. And like I said, you know, the warrior spirit for me is a big yeah. thing that I, I try and tap into yeah. or I'm going to be trying to tap into. And You are going to tap hopefully into. Hopefully we can pass that on to them and yeah. kind of learn, uh, you know, teach them to uh, – that's a tool that they can use. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's funny. I'm thinking of a story. One of the kids, I'm not going to say who it is, but you'll know exactly who it is, <laughs> uh, said to me, I was telling him about meeting with you and stuff. And uh, so then, like a minute later, he said, yeah, it'd be good for me to – you know, me with an older guy. When he said an older guy, I thought, oh, he's talking about me now. Yeah. No, he was talking about you. <laughs> right. Like you're 27. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I love funny. them. I love them all. All right. Hey, you are a competitor. I want mm-hmm. two things still to talk about. Yeah. There's an opportunity you could be in the Olympics, correct? Is that yeah. still a possibility? Yeah, that's still a possibility. Okay. So, you know, one of the cool things about going to play in Mexico is that, you know, I'm half Mexican, which is why I started getting hit up by those teams anyways. Yeah. Was, good. Um, so when I went down to the play, I got dual citizenship. So I'm yeah. actually a, a native Mexican. Well, I don't know if native is the right. Okay. But, right. You know, I'm I'm a Mexican. Yeah, yeah, dual yeah. citizenship. So I can actually play as a citizen of Mexico. Yeah. And, um, there's a bunch of guys just like me that are from the states that have Mexican background. Okay. That are able to represent Team Mexico in the Olympics, and obviously it was pushed back now to 2021. And if they go ahead and go through with the Olympics, then. Right. Um, I'm part of the pre-selection for Team Mexico, which is basically they got the last group of, I believe it's 80 guys that they're okay. going to choose from to, to build a team. Okay. And, um, yeah, I mean, hope, I mean, again, that's out of my control. It is. It is. Um, yeah, absolutely. But God willing, that is something that I – an experience that – most people can't even dream of. Right. Even so. to be at that spot that you're at a pool of 80 or whatever. Yeah. I mean, most people can't dream of that either. Right. And Mexico, I mean, this is out of like, I believe I looked up in the Olympics, like there'll be eight other countries represented is what I think I saw. Yeah. Something Does that sound like familiar? That. I, would, I mean, it's. It might be less. It might be might like be six. Oh, my gosh. So, so you go and you got a 50% you chance got a to good medal. shot of yeah. winning a medal. And Mexico, I mean, I feel like qualified by beating the USA and beating, yep. you know, I mean, so they're in a great, great spot. Yeah. So. And a perfect fit for me, too, because a lot yeah. of those guys from Mexico that are playing, representing that team. Are guys that played in the states 
that didn't get the opportunity to go to the big leagues, mm. and which is why they found themselves in this Mexican league. Yeah. So there's a big, we talked earlier, there's a big feeling, a culture of like a chip on their shoulder. Oh, yeah. Like, let's go take it to everybody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Perfect. That's Love good. That. Yeah. That's a good setup. Yeah, yeah, there's still more coming for Nick Torres. All right, speaking of which, one of those things is powerlifting. Talk to us about that. Explain, uh, you just set a Texas State record. Tell us about yeah. this. <laughs> Tell so, us about this. All right. So mm. when I first came out here, uh, my wife and You're I moved out Texas, here in September. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, there, I just happened to be working out with a couple of friends that I was working with, coaching with at the time, yeah. with a guy named Dan Bedford who owns a gym right off the 35 in New Braunfels. Okay. And we were just working out. You know, the, ver- the very first day I worked out there, I got my butt kicked. I'd eaten b- Black's Barbecue right before. <laughs> I was throwing it up and then going back in and doing squats as a yeah. zombie. Um <laughs> Yeah, and then we just we continued to work out, stuck with it. It was just we had some. When you free say time. continue to work out, so this is seven days a week, right? This was Nick? five. Yeah, this is five days a week at the time. You yeah. were at the beginning. You yeah, were at going the beginning. Five days yeah, we were going okay. five days a week. Wow. I had the time to, and so yeah. yeah. Um, and and even still, you know, we're, we're oh doing that five days a week, but yeah. it wasn't for the sake of any accomplishing anything. It was just right. hey, let's just lift and get stronger. And man, it had to have been right around the first of the year. And Dan, who has tons of ex- he's been doing powerlifting for 25 years got okay. a bunch of gold medals um national state records he's yeah. got other guys that work out of and this is a gym the size of this room you yeah. know yeah. it's it's a personal one-on-one type of situation he's got other guys that hold world records in powerlifting and he was like man you're about 50 pounds off of a texas state deadlift record just like that yeah without even trying I, just just doing it <laughs> yep and um hey you're about 50 pounds off a state record yeah for my for my right, weight class right, right right yeah yeah and so um you know a couple months pass and i remember he called me one night and was like hey i just want you to know i'm i'm signing you up for this competition it's going through my gym i'll sponsor you but we're doing this we talked about it it's time to do it <laughs> and i remember being like oh what did i get myself into <laughs> but um yeah and so we just started hitting it hard at that point i was working five days a week i mean i had time for to squeeze in like an hour and a half workout twice a week twice a week yeah so the last, you that's know, crazy. two, three months, that's pretty much what I've been doing, two times a week. And yeah. I was going to compete in well, – I did compete in what's called push-pull. So it's just bench and deadlift. And um, so I did one bench day a week and one deadlift wow. day a week. Okay. Yeah. And I just went as hard as I could on those two days. Okay. So tell us about the actual competition. Yeah. This is just last weekend, right? Yeah. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's a blur. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So – um. I went into the competition, first one, no idea what to expect. Yeah, and, first uh, one ever. Yeah. And uh, so basically the way it works, I'll just go briefly. Yeah, you, no, you're You good. basically get uh, three lifts at each one. So I'll get an opener, then a second lift, and a third lift. It really doesn't matter what you get in your opener or second lift because you anticipate, I'm going to get my third one. Okay. And that'll, they only take the highest one that, you, that yeah. you do. So I did my opener on bench and got it. Easy. Okay. Then I, we went up, and I'm expecting to do a weight that I do all the time. What was the opening weight? So Just... opening weight was 292 pounds. Okay, all right. And, I mean, I had been doing 330 on bench in, yeah. in practice, and we'd done some mock uh, competitions. Yeah. So yeah. I knew I had it. Yeah. And we went up to 315 in my second attempt. And I failed it. Wow. And just, you know, we're looking at some video of it real quick in between my third one. And we're like, okay, we know what I did. It wasn't that I didn't get the weight. I just – form was a little off. Okay. Make an adjustment. We're going to go up anyways because yeah. we know I got more. So we went up a little bit, oh, and man. I failed it. Oh, man. And I remember texting you after that yeah. and just being like, man, I am down. Yeah. You know, and 
like I said, this being my first one, it's not like I had any confidence stored up and you know, oh, oh I yeah, do this all the time. And you know, right. I know, no, I it was, man, I'm sitting there afterwards, like, is this for me? You know, maybe I'll just stick to baseball. Well, yeah. I I honestly yeah. did not even want to do the deadlift. Yeah, I was so over it for about twenty minutes there. Twenty minutes, yeah, you're like, just forget it. Yeah, and I know Dan, my coach, has a luckily he's a um, he's got a some type of degree in sports psychology as yeah. well, and he's yeah. like, oh, I knew exactly where you're at, and I was just trying to you know get you out of that. How yeah. can we how can we get you out of that? And then at one point he had said to me, look, dude. We didn't come here for your bench. We came here because you can deadlift the house. So it's time to refocus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's time to refocus. Yeah. Put that in the past. We've already talked about it. We know the adjustments we need to make next time. Let's go. And so it was like from that moment on, all right, here we go. Yeah. And then, you know, it helped too that going to that competition showed me just how much of a sport that really is. Okay. You know, it's not Joe oh. Schmo at Gold's Gym, like, oh, yeah, I live 340 on <laughs> uh, whatever. Right, right. No, you have to follow commands. You know, if you rack the weight too soon they don't okay. give it to you you have to do certain pauses everything is yeah. very technical you know you're trying to time out your meals for the day you know you're trying to time out your warm-up so that you're ready to go on when you go on the stage you're at you know peak performance yeah so there's a lot of things that go into it and some other guys in my category had missed their lifts because they didn't follow commands wow so you know even though i didn't perform how i wanted to in bench it was like hey if i just go out and do what i do and deadlift i'll be good yeah so, yeah, we went out deadlift. Um, I st- did my opener was 485, and I knew I had that easy. Yeah. But even still, like I said, part of me is like, I didn't do good on bench today. Am I going to have it on deadlift as well? Right, and right. I, you know, I pulled it up to the roof. <laughs> and I was like, all right, here we go. We're good. You know, and that just gave me that little confidence yeah. booster. Yeah. Um, and then second attempt went up to 518 or something. Again, got it easy. Okay, wow. And, uh, then my trainer goes over to the table. You had to tell them what weights you're going to do. And he's like, hey, we're going for a Texas State deadlift record. <laughs> and he comes over and tells me. And I was like, all right, let's do does it. Does he tell you the weight at that point? or does I knew what it was. Okay, you knew what it was. Yeah, I knew what it was. <laughs> we knew. We knew. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I expected it to be a grind. I thought I was going to have to, you know, blow my spine out trying to get it up. Yeah. And it went up like butter. Like butter. Like, it was I awesome. It. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. So what is the record now? The record is now 552 pounds. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm so sorry we don't have your video of That's it. all good. <laughs> all good. Wow. Yeah. So how did you feel after that? Amazing. You know, and yeah. the thing that is, this is great. I love that I can be on here to talk about this yeah. is that, you know, I, the only thing I really prayed for going into mm. that was, you know, help me stay safe. I'm, in, I'm leaving to go play baseball. Right? So help me to stay safe and healthy, God, right. and man, just help me to feel strong today. Help mm. me to feel s- strongest that I felt. And then to after the bench, to be yeah. like, have that voice again. Yeah. Just like, man, yeah. all I wanted to do today was feel good. Right. And then afterwards, you know, for everything to have worked out how it did, yeah. it couldn't have, you know, it was, I remember smiling the whole way home and just being like, God, how good you are that all yeah. of this worked out. You know, here I thought I was going to come in and win because I did so well. Yeah. But – it didn't look exactly how I thought it was going to look. Right. And you still blessed me with exactly what I wanted. I broke the record and right. I got a couple gold medals for, you know, because I followed my commands. The right. other guys didn't. Right. And then I did the weight that I needed to do on deadlift and the rest took care of itself. Yeah. So it was, yeah, you know, it's just a lesson to me. You know, you don't think that there's going to be so many drastic up and downs yeah. within a day. Yeah, one day. But yeah. I went through a ton of those, you know, yeah. huge peaks and valleys in just a couple of hours. Wow. Yeah. How does that prepare you for baseball? I mean, this summer. I think one of the big lessons I took out of that is you just got to trust the process. Okay. You know, yeah. um, the downs are inevitable. 
and especially yeah. in a long baseball season, there's no way that I don't have a streak of a couple of games where I can't sure. sniff a baseball. Right. Even with right. as good as I feel, it's it's inevitable. We're playing right. one of the hardest things to do in sports is to hit a moving baseball. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's one of the big things is I just got to know that, hey, this is a part of it. You yeah. know, you can't play this game and experience all the highs without experiencing a bunch of the lows as right. well. So just stick with it. Keep, you know, stick to the routine, whatever it is that yeah. I do. Keep a good good solid foundation yeah trust that go out and just perform the best your abilities that's good it seems like the power lifting story is more meaningful to you because you had to overcome because of the 100%. setback versus what you want to go in and walk in just crank out everything and just feel great everybody's like yeah that's it yep and it seems like the story means more to you because of that 100 so, yeah wow yeah. i can't wait to see what happens um how are we going to follow you your team i mean tell us so i'll be playing for the algodoneros of Union Laguna. I see you okay. got the shirt on there. I yeah. got Yeah, I got my shirt on. I got yep. one of them, so yeah. I'm looking forward to getting another one or two. I know that they have social media. I don't have okay. much social media, just Twitter, but um, you can follow them on you know Instagram, yeah. Twitter, whatever, if you want to watch anything okay. that they're posting. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm going to sign off, but you can reach me, Steve at VeryBold.com. Steve at VeryBold.com. Reach out to me. Be praying for Nick um, and for the season and what God is up to. This is what Paul wrote about, and this is what we've got, a great hope, just because God is that big. No matter what I'm going through, it's Christ who strengthens me, and it's Christ in you. Paul understood that, and this is what he wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.